Welcome to the Daily Archive Radio Station, brought you by Hung Tru from the University of Toronto and Ruo Tian Luo from TTI Chicago. You are listening to the Machine Learning category of April 11, 2022. Do you know that it's possible to lead a cow upstairs, but not downstairs? Today, we have selected six papers out of 21 submissions. Now let's hear paper number one. This paper was selected because it is authored by Abdelrahman Mohammed, research scientist, Facebook AI research. Michael Rabat, research scientist at Facebook. And Lin Xiao, Microsoft Research. Paper title. Federated Learning with Partial Model Personalization. Authored by. Krishna Palutla, Kashidaj Malik, Abdelrahman Mohammed, Michael Rabat, Maziar Sanjabi, and Lin Xiao. Paper Abstract. We consider two federated learning algorithms for training partially personalized models, where the shared and personal parameters are updated either simultaneously or alternately on the devices. Both algorithms have been proposed in the literature, but their convergence properties are not fully understood, especially for the alternating variant. We provide convergence analyses of both algorithms in the general non-convex setting with partial participation and delineate the regime where one dominates the other. Our experiments on real-world image, text, and speech datasets demonstrate that a. Partial personalization can obtain most of the benefits of full model personalization with a small fraction of personal parameters, and b. The alternating update algorithm often outperforms the simultaneous update algorithm. This is absolutely fantastic. Now let's hear paper number two. This paper was selected because it is authored by Monsef Gabbage, Professor, Tampere University. Paper title. Global ECG Classification by Self-Operational Neural Networks with Feature Injection Authored by Mohamedou Zair Zahid, Serkan Karanyas, and Monsef Gavage Paper Abstract Objective, Global, Interpatient, ECG Classification for Arrhythmia Detection over Electrocardiogram, ECG Signal is a challenging task for both humans and machines. The main reason is the significant variations of both normal and arrhythmic ECG patterns among patients. Automating this process with utmost accuracy is, therefore, highly desirable due to the advent of wearable ECG sensors. However, even with numerous deep learning approaches proposed recently, there is still a notable gap in the performance of global and patient-specific ECG classification performances. This study proposes a novel approach to narrow this gap and propose a real-time solution with shallow and compact 1D self-organized operational neural networks self-ONNs. Methods, in this study, we propose a novel approach for interpatient ECG classification using a compact 1D self-ONN by exploiting morphological and timing information in heart cycles. 
We used 1D self-ONN layers to automatically learn morphological representations from ECG data, enabling us to capture the shape of the ECG waveform around the R peaks. We further inject temporal features based on RR interval for timing characterization. The classification layers can thus benefit from both temporal and learned features for the final arrhythmia classification. Results Using the MITB Arrhythmia Benchmark Database, the proposed method achieves the highest classification performance ever achieved, i.e., 99.21% precision, 99.10% recall, and 99.15% F1 score for normal, and segments, 82.19% precision, 82.50% recall and 82.34% F1 score for the supraventricular ectopic beat steps, and finally, 94.41% precision, 96.10% recall, and 95.2% F1 score for the ventricular ectopic beat steps. This sounds pretty awesome. Now let's hear paper number 3. This paper was selected because it is authored by Charles Sutton, Google, University of Edinburgh. Paper title Compositional Generalization in Decomposition in Neural Program Synthesis Authored by Kenson Shi, Joey Han, Mansal Zahir, Punchung Yin, and Charles Sutton Paper Abstract when writing programs, people have the ability to tackle a new complex task by decomposing it into smaller and more familiar subtasks. While it is difficult to measure whether neural program synthesis methods have similar capabilities, what we can measure is whether they compositionally generalize, that is, whether a model that has been trained on the simpler subtasks is subsequently able to solve more complex tasks. In this paper, we focus on measuring the ability of learned program synthesizers to compositionally generalize. We first characterize several different axes along which program synthesis methods would be desired to generalize, for example, length generalization, or the ability to combine known subroutines in new ways that do not occur in the training data. Based on this characterization, we introduce a benchmark suite of tasks to assess these abilities based on two popular existing datasets, SCAN and RobustFill. Finally, we make first attempts to improve the compositional generalization ability of transformer models along these axes through novel attention mechanisms that draw inspiration from a human-like decomposition strategy. Empirically, we find our modified transformer models generally perform better than natural baselines, but the tasks remain challenging. I think this is a cool paper. What do you think? Now let's hear paper number 4. This paper was selected because it is authored by Sin Gang, School of Computer Science and Engineering, Southeast University. Paper title Decomposition-Based Generation Process for Instance-Dependent Partial Label Learning Authored by Kung Yu Chao, Ming Xu, and Xin Ging Paper Abstract Partial Label Learning, 
PLL, is a typical weekly supervised learning problem, where each training example is associated with a set of candidate labels among which only one is true. Most existing PLL approaches assume that the incorrect labels in each training example are randomly picked as the candidate labels and model the generation process of the candidate labels in a simple way. However, these approaches usually do not perform as well as expected due to the fact that the generation process of the candidate labels is always instance-dependent. Therefore, it deserves to be modeled in a refined way. In this paper, we consider instance-dependent PLL and assume that the generation process of the candidate labels could decompose into two sequential parts where the correct label emerges first in the mind of the annotator but then the incorrect labels related to the feature are also selected with the correct label as candidate labels due to uncertainty of labeling. Motivated by this consideration, we propose a novel PLL method that performs maximum a posterior map based on an explicitly modeled generation process of candidate labels via decomposed probability distribution models. Experiments on benchmark and real-world datasets validate the effectiveness of the proposed method. Do you like this paper? I like it a lot. Now let's hear paper number 5. This paper was selected because it is authored by Bartos Kropchik, Assistant Professor of Computer Science, Virginia Commonwealth University, USA. Paper Title a survey on learning from imbalanced data streams, taxonomy, challenges, empirical study, and reproducible experimental framework. Authored by Gabriel Aguiar, Bartos Krobczyk, and Alberto Cano. Paper Abstract Class imbalance poses new challenges when it comes to classifying data streams. Many algorithms recently proposed in the literature tackle this problem using a variety of data level, algorithm level, and ensemble approaches. However, there is a lack of standardized and agreed-upon procedures on how to evaluate these algorithms. This work presents a taxonomy of algorithms for imbalanced data streams and proposes a standardized, exhaustive, an informative experimental testbed to evaluate algorithms in a collection of diverse and challenging imbalanced data stream scenarios. The experimental study evaluates 24 state-of-the-art data streams algorithms on 515 imbalanced data streams that combine static and dynamic class imbalance ratios, instance-level difficulties, concept drift, real-world and semi-synthetic datasets in binary and multi-class scenarios. This leads to the largest experimental study conducted so far in the data stream mining domain. We discuss the advantages and disadvantages of state-of-the-art classifiers in each of these scenarios and we provide general recommendations to end-users for selecting the best algorithms for imbalanced data streams. Additionally, we formulate open challenges and future directions for this domain. Our experimental testbed is fully reproducible and easy to extend with new methods. This way we propose the first standardized approach to conducting experiments in imbalanced data streams that can be used by other researchers to create trustworthy and fair evaluation of newly proposed methods. 
Our experimental framework can be downloaded from github.com slash canoealberto slash imbalance streams. Do you like this paper? I like it a lot. Now let's hear paper number six. This paper was selected because it is authored by Catherine Heller, Duke University. Paper title Disability Prediction in Multiple Sclerosis Using Performance Outcome Measures and Demographic Data Authored by Subrajit Roy, Diana Minsu, Lev Proleev, Nagar Rostamzadeh, Chintan Gatte, Natalie Harris, Christina Chen, Jessica Shroof, Nenad Tomasev, Fletcher Lee Hartzell, and Catherine Heller. Paper Abstract Literature on machine learning for multiple sclerosis has primarily focused on the use of neuroimaging data such as magnetic resonance imaging and clinical laboratory tests for disease identification. However, studies have shown that these modalities are not consistent with disease activity such as symptoms or disease progression. Furthermore, the cost of collecting data from these modalities is high, leading to scarce evaluations. In this work, we used multidimensional, affordable, physical and smartphone-based performance outcome measures POM, in conjunction with demographic data to predict multiple sclerosis disease progression. We performed a rigorous benchmarking exercise on two datasets and present results across 13 clinically actionable prediction endpoints and six machine learning models. To the best of our knowledge, our results are the first to show that it is possible to predict disease progression using POMs and demographic data in the context of both clinical trials and smartphone-based studies by using two datasets. Moreover, we investigate our models to understand the impact of different POMs and demographics on model performance through feature ablation studies. We also show that model performance is similar across different demographic subgroups, based on age and sex. To enable this work, we developed an end-to-end -end reusable pre-processing and machine learning framework which allows quicker experimentation over disparate MS datasets. I think this is a cool paper. What do you think?